Good morning, everybody. Glad to be with you this second Saturday in October 2023. My name is Ed Samuel. I'm a career coach with a firm called Sandova, and this is the Optimize Your Career Program. This month, I'm really pleased to announce that we do have a sponsor, and it's one of the fastest growing faith and work virtual networking groups in the USA called Follower of One Missions Reimagined. So we like to thank Follower of One for sponsoring. Optimize Your Career Program for the month of October. For those tuning in for the first time, I want to hit them now. Eastern Time every Saturday morning for 30 minutes to give you career advice, tips, ideas, answer questions, just about every facet to help you or someone you know optimize their career. Although our firm is based in Kennett Square, PA, on an hour west of Philadelphia, we serve clients across the USA and actually even beyond. We help those who are working in job transition, want to advance or optimize their career in some way. We've coached out more over 900 people to date, revamped well over 2,000 resumes, and conducted 950 plus career assessments and consultations. So our aim is always to help people get to that better place, whether it be more money, more happiness, a better alignment to values, maybe the shift to something completely different maybe bring in secondary income. So everyone's a bit different. Everyone will want to get to that better place. And that's what we try to help everyone do. I just can't tell you how busy we are. We're getting calls from all over the country for people who are working and in job transition. And the most amazing thing, still the majority of calls that we get are people who are working and they're not happy and they want to get to a better place. And don't get me wrong, one out of three of our calls are people who are in job transition and having a hard time, but we help people on both sides of that equation. And gosh, this week alone, we had another client land a job. We've been averaging every week between one to two clients in the last month landing a job in some form or fashion. So this morning, I'm going to talk about one of the biggest mistakes people can generally make in an interview and something you want to avoid. And here's the premise. The premise is when the interview ends, the question I want to ask you is, did you answer all the critical questions that were never asked during the interview? You heard me right. Interview, you know, you go to an interview and they ask you a bunch of questions and you try your best to answer. And I understand everybody can be nervous at interviews, but you go there and you try to answer their questions the best you can. But many times what will happen is that an interview ends and I'll ask a client, I'll ask people, hey, how did it go? And someone will say, hey, it went really, really well. It's a great, great. Now, did you talk about this? Did you talk about this? Did you talk about this? And then I get back, well, we didn't talk about that. I said, well, how come you didn't talk about it? And the reason is, well, they never asked me the question. But I say, okay, they said, well, wait a minute now. This is some of the most important things they need to know. And you got to get it out, whether they ask the question or not. So, one of the things I did is I put a poll out on LinkedIn, and to put it out there, I guess it's been five days, almost five days, I got 131 or so responses back. And here was the question. During an interview, do you only answer the questions asked, or do you also tell them what they need to know, even if a question is not asked? And they asked the question, you know, tell me, what do you do? I got it. 31% of the people who responded say, you know, I really only answer their questions. 
So I don't go kind of off their topic. If they ask me three questions, I give them three answers. And I don't really add too much in terms of this whole notion of questions not asked. But that's about 31%, right? That's about a third. Now, I thought this was a little high, but it came in. You're going to tell them, even if they're not asked a question, that came in about 62%. Now, we're going to dive into that a little bit deeper. For those listening, I did ask to have that piece qualified. But 62% said, hey, you know, I go to an interview and I'm going to add some things, whether they ask me the questions or not. And that's, that was a little bit higher than I would have thought. But still, one out of three people basically said, no, I'm not going to go there. Whenever they ask, I'm going to tell them and not really worry too much about the questions that they should have asked. And then there was 8% other. One of the others was, hey, well, it really depends. I really want to use some finesse in terms of whether I go there or not. So there are some thoughtful comments around simply just making sure they're being flexible when it comes to either do something or not to do something. Let me jump into the types of questions that you want to answer, even if they're not asked. And these are not necessarily some type of perfect sequence in any way. I'm just going to go through them to get you thinking about, has this ever happened to you? Or maybe this advice is going to help you during your next interview. Here's one. Let's say, you know, I work with a lot of people who are over the age of 60 who want to get back to work. And one of the questions that people don't ask and I think they don't ask because legally you're not supposed to ask and they can get companies in trouble. Is the question of, well, when are you going to retire? I think you're in your mid 60s and you want your interview with me. When are you going to retire? Now, people aren't going to ask you that question. A lot of times they're not going to ask because it's illegal to ask. Then they're wondering, hmm, how long do you plan to work? Forget about retirement, just work. They're not going to ask that question. So, if you're over 60 and you're going into an interview, I'm just letting you know, if they don't ask the question, you better tell them with some gusto, hey, Sue, I want you to know, healthy, love what I do. I jump out of bed in the morning. This is the work that keeps me energized. I see myself working another 10 years, maybe more. Now, they didn't ask you the question, but then you offered that up. You inserted it. You have to figure out how to insert it. That's one of the reasons people have career coaches like myself. We help you figure out when to say it, when not to say it. But one thing's for sure, if you don't say it, you're going to walk away and say, why the heck should I hire you? You probably got to retire in here. And it could be completely wrong, completely wrong. So again, you're the candidate. You're going for an interview. You have to be thinking about some things that you have to say before that interview is out. Now, here's why I'll give you a twist. Let's say you have an interview and it's an hour interview and it's going really well, but they never ask you this question. They never say, oh, by the way, how many recommendations do you have on LinkedIn? Now, it's really interesting, right? Because if they ask you that question, typically, that question could be another illegal question. And I did a lot of recruiting in the state of Arizona. I promise you, it's an illegal question in the state of Arizona. And they're not going to ask it because it doesn't really tie, if you will, to the, uh, the minimal requirements of the job. You'll never see that on, on a requisition, right? But they never ask you the question. Let's say you have 15 recommendations out there on LinkedIn. You would be foolhardy not to answer the question, even though it's not being asked. So you could basically say, hey, Sue, hey, Bob, I didn't want to share with you. If you really want to get a good, deep look at who I am in an unfiltered way, 
please go to my LinkedIn and you'll see 15 recommendations out there about me. So I could tell you all about me, but yet the people have gone public making comments about who I am and how I work with people. I encourage you to go read them. So there you go. Question was never asked, but you need to answer that question. Now, if you don't have any recommendations on LinkedIn, then certainly don't go there. And that's a different problem for a different topic for a different time. Now, here's another one. They may not ask you this point of question, and many don't. What are the strengths of your personality? There are interviewers who will never ask you that question. Point blank. Tell me the top two strengths of your personality. Then again, let's say you go to a whole interview and they never ask you. That's not good because you want an employer to hire you and leverage your strength, understand those strengths and say, is this person going to fit on our bus on the right seat I'm putting them in? Very hard to make that determination if they don't understand clearly the strengths of your personality. If you are highly introverted, there's an opportunity for you to make a comment. If you're highly social, there's an opportunity to insert and make the comment. So here you go. Here's another example. You have this interview. You have to then insert. But Sue, let me explain. I know my personality really, really well. I've done quite a few assessments. The, the biggest thing I am is I'm innovative. That is just something that it makes me thrive, that part of the job, that part of the work. And I'm hoping that in this job that I'm interviewing for, you get to leverage that strength of mine because it's my number one strength. It's not my number six strength. Now, see, that's very authentic, right? But up to that point, that question was never asked of you. Interesting, right? So here's another one. This is going to get somebody in a lot of trouble. Let's say if you're a woman, you're pregnant. And let's just send your four and a half months, five months, and you come in for the interview. And you can rationalize, well, I'm not going to tell them I'm pregnant because, you know, they'll, they'll figure it out. Or I don't want to tell them I'm pregnant because I'm afraid I'm not going to get hired. But let's just say they're looking at you thinking, I think this person's pregnant. Now, she's not telling me, but I think she's pregnant. And they're not going to ask you any questions about whether to tell pregnant you are. But then the interview ends. I say, how did the interview go? Hey, it went really well. I said, oh, did you tell them that you were pregnant? Well, no, they never asked. Okay. So here's what happens behind the scenes. You're up against three other people. You could be the best candidate. Well, let's not hire her because you know what? She looks like she's pregnant. We can't hire her, invest three months in her, and then her never come back to work. Now, I'm not telling you that's, those are all legal reasons. I'm just letting you know there's things that go on behind the scenes. In this particular example, people are going to make assumptions. And a lot of times those assumptions are not to the candidate's favor. I would make an argument, go answer the question that's not being asked. Hey, I want you to know, be pretty forthright with you. I'm expecting five months in, four months from now, I'm going to have a baby. But let my wife, my husband and I talked about it. We're going to be back in about 60 days. My mom lives with us. She got to be right there to be able to take care of the baby. I'm going to be able to get right back to the work because we need to. So, yep, it's going to be a 60-day period of time, and that's my plan. Talk to my husband about it. Have child care already arranged. So I want you to know, if you hire me, do not worry about me not coming back. That could change. But at that point in time during an interview, you're stating something that you need to say, even though the question was never asked. Here's another one. They never ask you how badly you really want this job. If you think about it, they're looking at you, you're interviewing, they're saying to themselves, badly, does this person want the job? 
that they're not going to ask you. So should you end an interview without showing some energy level and answering that question, even though it was never asked? I think you have a great opportunity to say, right, it could be, I don't suggest answering that unanswered question at the beginning or even in the middle, but towards the end. Hey, Sue, hey, Bob, I want to tell you something. This job, this is exactly what I was looking for. And everything that you told me fits in terms of who I am and what I'm looking for. Wow. I'm pretty excited about this job. I really, I'm looking forward to next steps. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to this job kind of moving me forward in my career. Pretty darn excited. Now, but they never ask you, how badly do you want this job? Let's say they found you on Facebook and they see you got a, some little lunchkins running around at home. And they know that you're going to need to put some time in to travel. They know something. Or maybe it came out either. But one of the questions is, well, if I fire you, are you going to be kind of restricted to the home front? If I need you out and about and I need you to work some late days, some late hours, maybe some mornings, maybe a weekend, maybe some travel. There's a lot of that. But I see you have little kids. Or I know that you have little kids. and But they're not going to come out and tell you, well, are you going to be able to work us this time? Is there going to be any problem? Because you have little munchkins running around. And it seems like you're going to be somewhat constrained. So they're not going to ask you that question. They're not going to even say it that way, but they're thinking it. Now, if you're you're the person who, let's say you have a spouse or a significant other at home, and they take care of those things. Let's say you, you have in-laws, your parents are next door, or they live with you. They take care of those things. Those are um, then state the question, you know, give them the answer that was never asked. I think I told you, I some young young children in elementary school. But let me explain. My mother-in-law is there. My wife works remote, and she's at the, at the home. So don't worry about child care. Don't worry about me having to be home at a certain time or taking a trip. Or, it's all part of our agreement that if I take this job, that comes with the territory, but I have the whole front cover. Now, see, so you don't have to say any of that. But again, my argument is if you don't say any of that, people sit there and they look at you and they assume, hmm, I wonder how this is going to happen. I wonder how this is going to play out. Now, give you here's another one. For some people, you, you may not even know who this is, but back in the day, there was Popeye the Sailor and there was a cartoon. And Popeye, one of the way he, he got his energy was by eating spinach. And for everybody, for all of us at work and home, but certainly at work, there are certain things that if you get more of, you get stronger, not weaker. And the analogy here is the more you feed Popeye spinach, the stronger he gets. And the less you feed Popeye spinach, the weaker he gets. Now, during an interview, there's a question that sometimes not it's not asked, which should be asked. And the question should be, hey, if you were Popeye, well, let's just keep this neutral, male, female, Popeye, okay? But if you were Popeye, and if I was to feed you spinach, what kind of you know what kind of spinach should I feed you? Because I want to feed you what will make you stronger, that will leverage some gifts that you have, whether they be soft skills, technical skills. What's the spinach should I feed you? Right. But many times during an interview, they won't say they won't ask you that. They won't ask you that. They'll ask you your accomplishments, it's your it's your start stories. You know, you go back and forth, but they're not that that direct. And my argument is, give them the answer. Even if that question's not asked, 
give them the answer, even though that question is not asked. And you get to be pretty darn authentic. I know you haven't asked the question, but let me explain something about me. That's what kind of spinach do you need to feed me? Now, many times there's another question that doesn't get asked. Why are you interested in this job? And why are you interested in our firm? You know, now some people will ask the question, but some people don't. Well, that's a really interesting question because that question really talks about is this a genuine interest or is this a fishing expedition? Did you pick our firm just because the job was open on the internet? Or did you pick our firm because you did some research and you really like what we do and what we stand for and our mission? Now, shame on the interviewers when they don't ask that question of you. Why are you so darn interested in this job? There's a bunch of them out there, but why this job? But certainly, this job exists at 10 other firms in our area, but yet you picked us. Why us? Was it random? Did you roll the dice and just decide to apply or to give us a reason? Give us an argument. So if that question was ever asked and you're doing an interview, it behooves you to answer the question, even though it wasn't asked. This is how it could play out. It could, I do want to tell you the reason I chose this firm, why I'm here today talking about this job, because I spoke to five different people that work at your company that I know outside of work. And they just couldn't stop talking about. It. And yeah, there's 15 other jobs just like this at 15 other firms. When I chose this company, I chose you. That's why I'm here. I heard you're good in these two or three areas. And those areas are really important to me. That's why I'm here. Now, here's a question. This you get a little, a little controversy in here, but here's a question that a lot of times is not asked. Hey, what kind of boss would just drive you? crazy. What kind of boss would just drive you crazy? A lot of times that question is never asked for many different reasons. But if you don't answer that unanswered question, you're rather risk of going to work for maybe a great company, but maybe for a boss that ain't too great or someone who's going to hit all the wrong buttons right out of the gate. So one way you can address the issue Hey, let me tell you something. You know, I, I, I've worked for four companies in my career, and I've had three bosses that were really, really good, one that was not so good, just in terms of we just didn't see eye to eye. But my best bosses, these are a couple of things that they, they allowed me to do. And quite honestly, when I thrive with the bosses I've worked with in the past, they never micromanage, never. And that's pretty in your face, right? But you just stating that boldly. They never ask you the question, what kind of boss would drive you crazy? But yeah, you're stating it. And basically, your potential boss is staring you in the eye and saying to himself or herself, well, I micromanage all the time. That's my style. Uh-oh. See, and you're basically putting a stake in the ground. So these questions, if they're never asked, this is kind of the way you need to think through having a successful interview. There are certain things that you want to be able to get out about you, your story, your authenticity, your situation, and don't be afraid of answering the question. And if, and especially for the 31% out there, the one out of three out there who are interviewing today, who are not even thinking this way. And maybe the 62% on the poll that said they are thinking this way, they're not thinking as deeply as I'm thinking about it. And maybe this is a few additional points, even for that group of people when they're interviewing. So, we're just about out of time. 
for those new to our program, I did publish my first book called Optimize Your Resume, Do's and Don'ts, the Sam Nova Way. Last week, it just came out on audio. So you can buy a hard copy book by going to our website, samnovainc.com, and click on Resume Services, or you'll see a drop down for the resume book. And that's Sam, S-A-M, Nova, N-O-V-A-I-N-C.com. Or go to Amazon and type in Optimize Your Resume, Do's and Don'ts, Ed Samuel, and then you'll be able to buy it on audio. I think it's five ninety five now on audio. Kindle, I think, is nine ninety. This nine ninety five, and the hard copy is nineteen ninety nine. So feel free to give it a whirl, especially if you like listening. We got a lot of comments from a lot of people around the country. Hey Ed, when's the audio coming out? Because I'm really not a book person. I love to listen and drive. Well over five hundred plus positive comments about the book today. Now, every Monday at 5 p.m., I'm on LinkedIn Audio Live, focusing on career, faith, and purpose with another career coach and good friend of mine, and resume writer, Charlotte Taylor. And we're talking about faith and work. And we've been, on average, 140 people have been registering every single week to come in and listen. And we urge you, if you're on LinkedIn, follow Charlotte, follow myself, connect with us all they did, and you'll be notified when we go live at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, this coming Monday, this coming Monday, we will not be on because of uh, some conflicts that we have, twists and turns, but we'll be on the following Monday. So, but generally speaking, we're on almost every single Monday this week coming up on Monday, we're going to be off. Please again connect with me on LinkedIn. Just Google my name, Ed Samuel, Career Code. I'll be on the first page of Google, 26,700 direct connections. So if you connect to me, you'll be touching a lot of other people or have access to a lot of other people. So join me, Nick, on the Optimize Your Career program on Saturday, October 21st at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. I'm going to be discussing AI and your job search, artificial intelligence and your job search. A lot of interesting things are happening. And a lot of uh, good things, a lot of not so good things, and a lot of cautions that I want to share. So this is Ed Samuel, Career Coach with Sam Nova. Feel free to call our main number at 610-274-8214. Again, 610-274-8214. So make it a great Saturday. Wishing you and yours a great weekend. Stay safe and God bless.